So aside from Travis Scott, anything else fun happened this week? Um, I, really. I've, I've been too disconnected to pay attention to anything. I'm trying to think what I saw on the internet this week. <laughs> I, I don't know if we want the answer to that, honestly. Yeah, I, mean, look, I, I know could I be dangerous. Guys, I sent you guys some stuff, and you guys didn't reply to it. Yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. just, just a heads up, um, your shoulder doesn't talk much. I'm going to have to quote you from earlier. Oh. Say, eat my whole <laughs> ass. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> Get fucked. Um, oh, yeah. There's all the Benadryl. <laughs> oh, the Benadryl <laughs> thing. Okay. That's scary. Okay. Now, I'm concerned because I've been taking Benadryl for a hot minute. I like. I'm kind of tempted to. Try. I mean, I'm not probably not going take, to like trip on Benadryl. Yeah, uh, that the Kevin like has seen some shit. <laughs> yeah. He'll take what is, like. What is he of... like? Because aren't there like there's like shadow men and machine men? There's all these different like. There's the hat creatures. man. The hat, the hat man. <laughs> what is that? Like, what is the hat I man? I don't know. I don't want to uh, find the, out. The hat man. <laughs> Do you know? Uh, it's like sleep paralysis. Stuff. Yeah. It. it, it uh. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little. little little bedside demons i think it puts you in like waking sleep paralysis it puts you into the which is the worst fucking feeling ever i think we've never had sleep paralysis oh god it is horrifying (laughs) welcome to the void with your host the hat man (laughs) yeah the the half awake half asleep kind of thing and then like and you can't move and yeah what a nightmare oh it it I only had it that I recall once, and it was fucking horrifying, and I still remember it vividly. Oh, yeah, all the time. Oh, God damn. I would see, like, little children in the room with me, and just, like, (sighs) men, like, well, not even, I don't know if they're men, just, like, figure as tall as the ceiling. That's a good stance to take these days. In the corner. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's not a good time. Yeah, that sucks. Don't do it. I had a dream last night about... Um, wait, wait. You had a dream last night? I never dreamed. That's what I'm saying. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I rarely wild. ever dream. I'll listen to this and I'll tell you about my dream last night. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, I don't remember a lot of it, but I was um, I was on a, a raft. Yeah. Uh, and There's obviously some sort of symbolism there. Yeah. Your subconscious <laughs> trying to tell you something. Yeah, and... Uh, well said. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was with um I was with some other guy and like we were like rafting down this river and okay. I was not in charge of the boat and uh the dude steered it like somehow into a tree that was like over the <laughs> river and it popped the raft and then like we somehow were like s- like afloat in this deflating like Do you know who the dude was? Uh-uh. No. That's sad. It's probably like a cashier at like fucking yeah, Walgreens. Yeah. yeah. It's me, Brian. It was my, it was my dad. Um, yeah. <laughs> um and then we like had to go to a house and like there were like bad things happening in the house and somehow the raft was involved with like ending the bad things, but the raft was like deflated. Wet and deflated and heavy yeah there's definitely a lot going on there yeah, yeah. i don't know should, i, I Fr- should Freud see would have a field day with that i shit, know man. you should yeah. see a psychic <laughs> <laughs> my dream last night was that i <laughs> went like on this extensive like bicycle shopping <laughs> like and i wound up i wound up buying or trying to buy like what was essentially like a chopper like a l- low rider bicycle <laughs> Wait, like, but not not with a motor. <laughs> no, like a bicycle. But then the th- those are kind of rad, though. Like but go sh- on. Sh- but then I had like all the money, but three hundred dollars, and I only had three hundred dollars in cash. And then there was a, like I had gotten up. Oh, you forgot a, the sales tax. I had gotten off a bus <laughs> earlier in the dream, and I had I literally had a hole in my pocket. So I was just like in the street looking for my three hundred. It was the most bizarre. Wait, thing wait, but, 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 but wait, hold on. But, but you took a bus there. I did. Okay, but you didn't check the bus. I, the bus was gone. Yeah, well, yeah, but how are you going to check? And well, this why, is why all would, in pieces. Why, I just remember why, why the, money the important the parts. <laughs> the bus driver's well, like, oh, this is I have a Because I had a hole in my pocket. You walk from the bus to the uh, bike store. Okay, okay. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't wind up. <sighs> you didn't get the bike? Riding away <laughs> into the sunset. <laughs> well, maybe for like Christmas, played, But it was like, bl- it was literally, it was like blue. It had like red <laughs> flames on the side. <laughs> 
It was very oh, strange. That's so sick. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it, yeah, that's it was so just rad. a bi- it was a bicycle. You did, dream a lot, right? Oh yeah. Did, yeah. Now, did it come with like the uh, the like the playing card in place to make yeah. it <laughs> the, the motor sounds? No, my my most memorable. I have like a bunch of like horrifying dreams, but the like, and I've told you about this one before. It was like after yeah. I watched Midsummer. <laughs> that's not a good premise. I had a dream where I was like, bleep that out with my kid at the time mm-hmm. well he's still my kid <laughs> he's still your kid yeah <laughs> but at the time but at, yeah. at the time he's only like two years old or something so he's like tiny and we were like holding hands walking through what looked like the park near my house mm-hmm. in like a big field and like way off in the distance was like this like circular structure that like had multiple layers to it and there's like smoke rising out of the structure uh-huh so there's this guy like in a like a white robe okay. who like tells us, okay, like what, what tells kind of, us wait, when you say white robe you're talking like bathrobe like, uh, like no like the midsummer if you watch robe. midsummer oh, okay, he's just wearing okay. like a white <laughs> like, like like a ceremonial <laughs> okay. non-kkk like white cult robe, robe. Okay. Yeah. but not the kkk um and he like beckons us over and he like, but then like suddenly he's like way farther away closer to it right. and by the time we get there he's already inside like half burnt alive like among just like <laughs> hundreds of corpses that are just like smoldering and smoking out of this like circular building that like opens up into the sky and then like then we couldn't all of a sudden like we couldn't get out of the building of the building there was like no exit behind us all of a sudden joy i don't joys. i think that's like where it ended but that was like that's one of my most <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up yeah dude. <clears throat> oh um my kid i'm not gonna have you bleep it um <laughs> He uh, can officially ride a two wheel bike. That's awesome. Yeah, he. I mean, he kind of could like, like a, I guess a week ago, but then today we went on a walk and uh, he just was like, just he had trouble starting by himself. Yeah, sure. Um, but today he was just like using his feet to get a little bit of a start, and then just like, yeah, like I mean, he just go like all the way down the street. Yeah, I had to like yell and be like, dude, you can't <laughs> go that far. That's amazing. Yeah, it was sick. Though. Good dad shit. Yeah, it was really good. I action. just mean bleep it, the the name out. No, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm bleeping out your entire story. Do it. It's too disturbing. Can uh can not your safe kid, for a podcast? Can your kid? No. Has he tried? No, we haven't. We've been meaning to start like riding again, but we haven't really started. Oh, but gotcha. I want to go. But he's really he really wants to. Yeah. We should get them together. And... Yeah, it's time to do that. Yeah. Time to get off the training wheels. Yeah. But yeah. Um. Let me go get my notebook. Hang on. All right, all right. <clears throat> I should have brought it out here. Yeah. Yeah. N- Nelly's not really interested in riding bicycles. <laughs> Is that your dog? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. We could learn. She is talented, but uh, not that talented. Oh, God. Dreams are weird. It kind of goes with the name of the show, though. Yeah. Dreams are just games your mind plays on itself, man. There you go, dude. Right <laughs> yeah, brother. Here we are. Welcome back to Mind Games. Oh, yeah, brother. Um, yeah. The show with almost a plot. <laughs> my uh, my notes this week are less than ideal. Dreary. So, uh, here we go. Oh, better than what we got. So yeah, do, do, do the in- intro. Okay. podcast about how video games are satanic propaganda um that escalated quickly <laughs> like two weeks ago it was like about the military industrial complex yeah i guess i should be honest it's just about you know how the military industrial complex produces satanic propaganda in True the form that. of video no um <laughs> but um yeah so uh today we're talking about this war of mine and um, uh but first we'll do introductions there we go I wasn't gonna forget. Okay, okay. Um, 
I am your co-host, uh, CJ, um, or Dr. Pig Bodine. I'm going to, I'm going to stop saying that yeah. uh, after this episode. All right. Uh, Cade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to have a normal introduction. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> and I'm Alex, and I'm the reason this is either listenable or sounds like total dog shit. Oh, yeah. It's, we should introduce you as both the co-host and the producer, yep. because you're doing all that work. Yep. Um, yep. So, And so far, the mixing has gone great in the sense that all- You've mixed all, half all, of it the four three or four episodes yeah and um all all of the episodes um have gotten corrupted so i get to start (laughs) over yay um it's going good yeah Yeah. yep nothing but the best for our listeners yeah i can't Um, wait for like none of this to come out and for somebody to like find it on your like recorder after oh that's gonna be so just gonna survive the nuclear holocaust cockroach yeah yeah um so yeah like i was saying uh this week we're gonna talk about uh, this War of Mine, which was made by uh, 11-Bit Studios and was released in 2014. Um, so we can do a little context as usual um, before we get started. Um, so the, the developers have said um, that it was inspired by the Siege of Sarajevo. 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 I'm never going to pronounce We're off to right a good here. start here on Mind Games. <laughs> um, uh, well, Mispronouncing Bosnian podcast. countries. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a city. It's a city. The, the, it's a city in yeah. Bosnia. The, the yeah. siege of Sarajevo. <laughs> Much love I'm Dr. and respect. Steve Pearl. Uh, but um, it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it was one of the longest uh, sieges in like modern history. I think it was like four years. Yeah. It's a, um, the Wikipedia said the longest since world war two. Yeah. Which yikes. Yeah. Not great. Has um, that, uh, been broken by like serious stuff or is that, that's a good question. Yeah. I don't know if like there's anything I, I'm not really. Yeah. Um, Quite possibly, though. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean, you could argue like Palestine in a sense. Right. You know, it's been under siege for a really long time. I guess that's neither here nor there. But, but that wouldn't Wikipedia wouldn't right. include <laughs> that. <laughs> um, so um, it is a war game, um, but unlike the other games we've talked about, I wouldn't really classify it as a shooter. It's so a war game with a twist. Yeah, it uh, makes you feel like real shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's uh. It's it's more of a survival game. Um, each time you start, you're given uh, a couple random survivors in a house. It's you... a procedurally generated survival game with eleven possible characters. Uh, that there you go. Yeah, they, they're combined t- in different combinations. And each time you start the game, you have different characters. Yeah. Um, and you control them during the day within this house that is like your shelter, and you have to use the supplies that you forage. And scavenge to uh, build beds, heaters, stoves, Cook like food. all kinds of yeah. Do all the survival you have to, you have things. To, you have to build things that enable your survival, and then you have to have the characters do the things that they need to survive, like eat and sleep. Um, and then at night, you have uh, you you know you can have your characters sleep or stand guard, and those are things that you don't control. Um, and you can have a character go out and scavenge where. They're going to go to a location on the map, and you uh, explore it and either take things that have been abandoned or, in some cases, steal and loot from other survivors or combatants, depending on the location you choose. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's, in other words, it focuses on the uh, civilian experience of war, which I thought was really unique. I don't know. For sure. Um Definitely different than anything we've covered thus far. Yeah, and I don't really know of any other games like it. Me neither. Um, It's very slow. Um, It's not, you know, and uh, there's not really, you just, you win by not dying. Right. Right. There's no, like, you just, if you don't die, you win. Well, no, there's like a ceasefire at an undetermined time after you start playing the game, but I never got that. I never got that enough. Um, So, um... Yeah, I think this episode's going to be uh, a little funky 
in uh that because there's no plot and we each had different experiences playing it we're not going to be able to talk about the narrative but we can talk about our experience you know how it felt like our emotive that's probably the wrong word but our personal experience with it and then also you know it's the effectiveness of what it's trying to accomplish Um, i did want to say it's taught in schools in poland oh wow yeah which i thought was really cool super cool um so uh yeah what'd you guys think big sad i'm (laughs) depressed after this one um and again and it's coming it's it's like come to my attention that like i say this every week because i guess i don't like that many kinds of video games but like (laughs) survival (laughs) games not my thing um like resource management uh as well as like making sure i like i can't do this shit in my (laughs) day-to-day life barely without having to deal with it with other people who are having a way worse time than me (laughs) yeah but it's uh definitely like probably one of the most interesting like war games i've even ever heard of um and it's i think definitely worth anybody playing i mean as far as especially people who play if you engage in the other games that we're like discussing it's like a good turnaround to see what's going on on the other end yeah i mean i thought that i really of all the games we've played i think it's the one that's most uh inspiring in that it kind of suggests like possibilities for what games could be yeah mm-hmm. right like it's it, it is inventive it's um, definitely different yeah it's it, like so much more different than any like uh like just playing a like a random shooter right right and it, it definitely um it it's not what you would expect from a game i mean if you read about it it is what it's billed as but it's like yeah, you know, you could call it a war game and be telling the truth, but it's so completely foreign. Yeah. in terms of like what you think war games are. Well, and it makes you kind of think in a bunch of new and different ways, like in terms of all like the horrible stuff you encounter or find, or like think decisions or, you have to right. make, as well as like having to manage the people not dying at the same time. Yeah. What do you think, Alex? Yeah. Um... The gameplay was, I mean, it's very well done. I'm not normally a huge fan of, like, the, like, a two-dimensional play space. Um, oh, yeah, we should say it is side-scrolling. Yeah, it, it is. A, yeah. yeah. Yeah, if you're not from, uh, familiar, I would say the most, like, popular thing that I've, I'm sure there's a bunch of games like this, and I just don't know about them or something, but, like, Fallout Shelter, which is, like, a free, yeah. free-to-play, same yeah, kind of yeah. survival resource management kind of thing. It's basically, like, a rip-off of it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, it's 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 definitely an interesting perspective because I mean, I can't think of another war game off the top of my head that takes the uh, position of a non-combatant right. and and just really squeezes out every every just uh, piece of agony. Yeah, just every yeah. ounce of just abject horror that is in just trying to survive in a situation like this. Yeah, um, I I really liked it actually. Um, I I have had played it before back in college a little bit, and uh, I don't typically like the resource management shit either. Yeah. Um, but I think I mean the only games like that I've played were first person. Yep. And because I think this one was slower and like more, it, like it centered that more instead of like I can't think of the names, but like you know games where you're frantically like fighting off whatever monster or evil person and and trying to build a shelter and, right. you know like you know this kind of let you like sit with the stress and sit with the you know like it it worked for me better um yeah well and i feel like there's a lot more it feels as if there's a lot more at stake in the game yeah mm-hmm. absolutely especially cuz you're it, yeah you're not just like fighting for yourself or whatever you're right controlling other people and a lot of it is out of your control you just kind of have to deal with situations that present themselves yeah and that's one thing that i really liked i mean where yeah you're not you don't have a a character like you're controlling a group of people right and so your perspective is less of like one person but a small community right and you have to like mediate and kind of like kind of smooth over and and you know 
facilitate that community's yep. growth. Um, and you can get, I mean, I don't know if you guys got to this point, but you can, people will come and join you too. Yeah. Um, nope. So, didn't get there. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, I did not play nearly enough, but this is one, this is the first game thus far that I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to go back play and more. Yeah. I'm going to play more of this. Yeah. Well, and it's like the type of game and like, usually that's almost a deterrent to me because like games that I feel like are procedural or like a, like a rogue, like, or whatever, mm-hmm. it's like much more like hard for me to get invested in because i feel like it's just gonna go on forever right whereas this is like much more i feel like grounding because it's just more interesting because of the context of the game yeah Mm -hmm. let's uh let's talk about our our respective playthroughs i don't want to go first so Mm -hmm. i'll go first because i think mine's probably the shortest (laughs) okay cool i i made it through day seven none of my characters died a couple got close (laughs) Every time I went scavenging, <laughs> one of my characters ended up getting like stabbed or something. So <laughs> that that was fun. Um, where my gameplay ended, I had what like two beds set up. I had a uh, like a metal crafting shop. I had like a, a, a still or not a still the uh, the water purifier, whatever water recovery thing. Yeah, rainwater gather. Yeah. yeah, and everybody was just depressed. <laughs> like, I, like that, that's that's another thing. Like, the characters will get depressed because of the the situation that they're in, and you have to like, you know, balance like what do they need more? Do they need food or would they like you know some booze to like make them Numb less the pain? Yeah. Right? Yeah, would would you like heat or would you like a radio so you're not sad? And it's like, well, I'm sorry, man. I know you want a cigarette, but um, I think you guys need to eat because no one's eating <laughs> in two days, yeah. and you're all moving real slow. Um, I don't. It was I haven't played for like two weeks because I started playing it like when we started working on it, and I haven't. Yeah. But I I don't remember exactly what day I got to, but yeah, I had like a cook, and I had. Like, because some of the characters have certain, like, skills. I had, like, a scavenger. Um, ba- like, the highlights that I remember the most, outside of just, like, trying to... Like, I didn't lose anybody. Um, I had somebody who was sick to start out with, so trying to figure out how to get him less sick, uh, which, like, there's different... There's medicine. There's, like, good medicine herbs. and, like... like the, yeah, there's, like, different levels of medicine... Um, but like one of the most interesting parts I felt like was like going to a house where like there was like a letter from a guy talking about how like his family was dead and he was going to take revenge, but then he didn't. And he said, don't look for me. And he's like, there's a gun in the backyard. And then, uh, come back to the house later and you find like the broken gun. Um, I just thought that was Huh. freaky as shit yeah that's kind of weird <laughs> um other than that just like mechanics of how it worked like a lady came basically asking for help and you give her some resources and then she comes back later and gives you some stuff that really didn't help me at all <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah i'm trying to outside of that i mean i was just playing it really safe and i wasn't i don't know if any of us you can definitely play it like more on like more morally not good and yeah. like you can like choose to rob and steal and kill Murder, people, yeah. um, but I did not choose to do that. So my, I, I should, I would like to go do another playthrough just to like see what happens and mm-hmm. like do that because it like is a thing that's allowed. But that felt like the wrong choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The game also puts you in in situations like you can only scavenge at night. So yeah, one... there's like snipers on the on the roofs, so you can't like yeah. leave leave the house during the day or you'll like definitely die. Right. Yeah, that's just like a rule of the game. Like you just can't yeah, go out yeah, during the day. Option. Yeah, um, I clicked on one of these locations and I thought this is the one I'd gone to previously. And I really needed food because I had like two people that were like starving. Yeah, <laughs> and um, so I'm sneaking into this house that I was under the assumption I've been in before. Newsflash: hadn't been in, <laughs> and there was uh, people occupying it. And it's like, well, I need food, and this guy just starts coming at me with a knife. And so I end up having to kill both of the uh, occupants of the house. <laughs> and it, it, but it's it's one of these situations where okay, if I go back with without because you can't go back and say oh I'm going to go to a different to location, a lo- different right, location. Yeah. I only have this allotted time, and the right. clock moves 
fast in this game. The day part is probably like 10 minutes, and then it breaks, and then it goes back to the other. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you can try to be sneaky, and you can hide in places, but those aren't always easy locations to get into. So right. you're forced into these situations where it's fight or flight, and you have to either run, and then you're not getting any resources, and your players are going to suffer, or you take some barbaric action in order to secure your own survival. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, my playthrough was similar. I, I think I got farther than either of you. I made it like, By far. to day 25 sure. or 30. <laughs> um, it, was, it was lots of ups and downs. Um, I started with the three guys. There's a, a cook, a scavenger, and a fast runner. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, the first, the first couple days were just... Oh, I, I had decided I was going to, like, play by my own morals, right? Like, trying to, like, you yeah. know, act as I would want, hope I would act, or, you know, right. hope I would wish someone would act in a situation like that. Um, and that went well for uh, a couple days, um, just gathering supplies, going to places that I knew there weren't going to be any people to get things at night. Um, but then around day 10, I went to... Um, I don't remember if it was a wrong location or if I like clicked the wrong button. No, that was it. I, okay. I went to go steal from people because I didn't have anywhere else that I could go to get things. Like I'd exhausted the other locations on the map that I had. And so I was just like, I'm going to steal a little bit of food cause we need food. I went in there and the people like heard me or something. And so they were looking for me. Uh, I hid uh, with my knife drawn in like a little nook where you can hide, and I I don't know if I clicked the wrong button at the wrong time or if this is like an automatic prompt if someone walks past you when you're yeah. hiding. But a dude walked past and the guy just like yeah cut his fucking throat. Ganked. And um, and then yeah the wife or girlfriend or whatever came running down and then she started attacking me and so I. Uh, killed her too this makes you sound like a really bad person <laughs> yeah, like, yeah you're talking about it which is like you know the point of the game but um so yeah that was around day 10 where i committed my first murder um and everybody in the house immediately became depressed which is another you know the hunger the fatigue the happiness these are all like statuses that you have to maintain um with different things like medicine or food or, or, or sleep or whatever um well, another thing is, like, every time you leave, there's a good chance that, like, the people in your house will get raided. And yeah. they will, hopefully, if you if you leave them anything, they can defend themselves. Um, and generally, like, shit gets stolen. And then and that also... And people get hurt. And, that af- and then that affects your people's morale, morality as yeah. well. Or morale, not morality. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, once again, like, I made it to day seven. And one guy guarding got... St- got uh wounded twice yeah yeah <laughs> so it's yeah yeah not, and not that's completely numbers. outside your control yeah. i mean you can leave them with weapons and that in- mm-hmm. increases the likelihood that they'll but, successfully fend but off in the order to leave them with weapons you need supplies right you need weapons to yeah. leave them right yeah um, and, and or they end up getting wounded and then you have to uh, get bandages get, get to, band- yeah. you have to buy bandages or trade bandages from like some guy going door to door yeah um and it's like okay, they're well, very expensive. Yeah, it's like okay, here's all the things that I just spent the night before trying to get get and to get save one up. bandage. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. So then you're right back to where you started. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, day ten was around the first murder. A couple days later, I went to a church where there were looters, and again, I the the game told me there were going to be looters there, but I didn't know that I was going to overhear them saying that they had slaughtered the priest of the church. Yay. So I took it upon myself to kill them all, and I immediately died. (laughs) My guy died. (laughs) Yeah. um, So, um, uh, so, yeah, I lost my first guy, like, yeah, around there. Um, And then I went back and killed the looters, took all their shit, which felt good. But interestingly, even though they had killed a priest, my character still acted depressed about having committed the murder. Yeah. Right, which I didn't think it was wrong. I was like, these guys are bad guys. You right. know, they're, they committed a war crime. Like, mm-hmm. they killed a clergyman. I'm going to fucking, like, that's, mm-hmm. you know. But 
um, player, the characters were still all depressed. Um, you know, despite proceeding through all this time and getting all these resources and trying to build things that would alleviate the experience of, of, you know, being in a war zone, it, it was never like, I was never flush with resources or anything like no. that. Your carrying capacity of this game is bleak. Yeah, you can ki- carry like nothing. It's worse I mean, it's than realistic. Resident Evil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, then an old man and a kid came to live with me, and the kid was a really interesting uh, mechanic because the kid can't do anything. Yeah, so that's the thing that they added later. Yeah, that was like when yeah. they did it on PS4, the I think. The little or... ones is yeah, what it's called. Yeah. Um, so I did get the kid, and yeah, the kid can't do shit, um, but they can eat your food and sleep in the beds. They can't sleep in the bed with an adult. Which is weird. Yeah, which is weird. <laughs> I think from what I read about it is that the kid has to get comfortable enough with the character and then they can sleep in the bed with that person so that they're not taking up like extra yeah, space. Yeah, so the, the old, I think the old in, man in and my the kid game, could sleep they could, the they bed. could. And there's like a grandfather, grandson situation. So like that wasn't weird. Um, but yeah, so that was interesting because yeah, you have this person and you, you know, as a parent and as just a human, you know, you want the kid to be happy, and that's very hard to accomplish. That's the whole point. Yeah, yeah. Um, Get fucked. <laughs> and they they do take a lot of resources. They you know they have to eat. You they need toys if they're not going to become depressed. It's need... just like real life. Huh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just give them some booze and cigarettes and call it a day. Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, I mean, to cut a long story short, though. Uh, I things were going all right and then got to wherever I stopped which was like day somewhere between day 25 and day 30 and um I was going to go rob a brothel and uh I went in the wrong part and my scavenger got uh killed and so I was down to like two adults and a child so, so your your experience just devolved into two and a half men yes exactly yeah <laughs> yeah um Two and a half men in Bosnia in wartime. <laughs> um, I don't think that the game is – I don't think I'd be successful. I think I would, my people would slowly starve and die of sickness. And so would, the real challenge now is to take footage of this war of mine, voice over it, and create a sitcom <laughs> out of it. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, that would be – there are not enough hours in the day. Or just add laugh tracks. That probably <laughs> oh, exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Men, 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 men. Um, it just looks like the end of the credits explosion. <laughs> um, imagine the billboards for that show. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> they can survive a war zone, but can they survive each other? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but... Uh, Anyway, so uh, final scene of this. Sh- Never mind. Not gonna, <laughs> not gonna do it. Let's. Uh, <laughs> it's too dark. So wait, in that in, in that scenario, is Rose the person that comes over and like stabs them and takes their shit? I haven't watched that show, so I, I don't know. Yeah, how have you never watched Two and a Half Men? I mean, it's like I, it's not quality television, but I mean, we all we all grew up in the early two thousands. How that not like? Unfortunately, happen? the only people I know who watch TV like that only watch The Big Bang Theory and Last <laughs> La- Last Man Standing. <laughs> Oh, this is a king and queen. This is a total sidebar, but um, think I saw this post about, and I had I had blocked this shit from my memory or something, but like, it was like a reality show in the early two thousands. Yeah, and it was like, I I so tell me if you remember this, but the premise is that like, a family goes on the show, and then somehow the show gathers all these like family secrets. No, right. I don't know okay. anything okay. Right. 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 I'll, I'll give you the right already. I'll give you the right Okay, so family volunteers to go on the show. I thought this was going to be like wife swap or something. Yeah, no, this right. is so much worse, right? Oh, God. So the family goes on the show, and uh, the, uh, the the show, like, through, through the family or whoever, gathers all these secrets, right? Sure. And then one of the family members is, like, the player. Yep. And so the host is sitting next to the player on the stage and then away still on stage is the rest of the family sitting there. Okay. And they're watching. Yeah. And the hosts will say like, do you think that, uh, you know, your, your sister cheated on tests in high school (laughs) and then you, the, the player has to say true or false. And then based on whatever 
knowledge or evidence they've gathered, you know, and then if you get enough of them right, you win the prize, right? So <laughs> this clip is like Do you think your mom is sleeping with the neighbor next door? No, no. So much worse. <laughs> so worse. again, so again, the Christ. family's on stage while this is happening and there's a live audience, right? Yeah. <laughs> so the poor woman, the host says to the woman who's the player, he's like, Do you believe that your father has had sexual contact with a person under the age of 18. Jesus. And then, yeah, and then it gets quiet and the camera's cutting like to the oh. dad's face, to the other sister's <laughs> face, to the player's face. And the audience does like a, <gasps> like, you know, like, a right? Gasp, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and it's, the music is like, you know, like, dun, 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 dun. Yeah, dun, dun. exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, people are, the, 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 the various people in the family are starting to get teary-eyed. And it's like 45 seconds of like, just like, yes. And then, and then, then, then the players are just like, like tearfully. It's like, that's true. <laughs> and then, believe it or fucking not, the uh, audience is like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> they all go fucking wild for it. And I just was like, man, what a hellhole. Like the early, that man. Yeah, Iraq War really ruined everybody's <laughs> brains. It's like so bad. Um, <laughs> anyways, we can cut that if it sucks. But um, that's hilarious. Yeah, I'm, tra- I'm, I'm trying to find it right now. Hold on, Family Secrets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if you can find it, you should edit it in. Um, but uh, but anyways, yeah. So um, we kind of walk through our playthroughs. It probably would be boring to like really get into the nitty gritty of it because it's yeah. all just like building the one thing you can afford to build or whatever um but let's talk about our feelings how'd it make (laughs) you feel like what was you know your emotional experience with it bad very bad (laughs) yeah be more specific um so i'm already like balls deep into my last semester here balls deep (laughs) (laughs) and um so the stress level is pretty high right now mm-hmm. just trying to knock out these last couple classes i can finally fucking graduate um and yeah so this was definitely an additional level of stress that i was not quite looking for at this point in time it's stressful like, it's it, so it stressful really, it, it really doesn't like yeah it's it, it's like sims it hits you like that it, gives you like major depressive yeah, disorder <laughs> Yeah, it, it's uh, it, it's pretty bleak. I mean, it, it's very interesting. I would not say it's a good time. It's not fun. No. Yeah. It, I definitely put this in the same kind of like pity your stomach feeling as you get playing like Outlast. Yeah, just it's di- totally different. But yeah, the but that that same kind of like, like primal dread. response, the dread. Yeah. You don't know what's coming around the corner. Yeah, like, I think dread yeah. is like a good yeah word yeah. for the game yeah. because like you don't know what's coming or like how you're gonna deal with the next thing and like you're literally only dealing with what you the what little you have control over which like every night can <laughs> turn into <laughs> something that's like a total nightmare right and you wind up murdering people yeah or being murdered yeah like the the people I ended up killing on that one they were like a family right yeah so it was like the dude's wife died it doesn't specify whether or not it was before or after um the conflict broke out and that he and the other and the woman that was in the uh, house with him um they had found each other during this whole monstrosity and were like they're trying to pick up the pieces of their lives and put them back together and that they're finally starting to get used to like this new normal and we're happy and then, and and so then you're like, you Why? came along yeah <laughs> and i'm coming along looking for a can of fucking tuna fish and maybe a bandage <laughs> and uh that's all this that's how their story ended yeah <laughs> yeah but i think the outlast thing is a good like comparison just like because i like i love like horror games but i don't think any horror game has like given me as much anxiety as playing this game yeah mm. yeah i was i was like very affected by it I mean, I, I wanted to continue playing, which was weird because I was not having fun doing it. Um, but it really does, I think, I mean, I've never in my life even come close to a war zone. But it definitely stimulates feelings of anxiety, dread, um, you know, desperation. Like from the moment you start and it just doesn't mm-hmm. relent. Um, Honestly, since we're talking about television... <laughs> in the context of this solid game. transition i would almost say that 
playing this game is for me like watching this is us <laughs> because like every week you go in and you're like you know and i don't watch it but my my wife has watched it a lot in the past and it's like you go into every episode thing like what other horrible thing has happened to this family that they're going to reveal in some like <laughs> terrible flashback from the 70s uh but i feel like it's a similar experience it's kind of like sadness porn <laughs> yeah yeah in a totally different way that is meant to draw those feelings because i guess people care about those well characters. i mean it's it's like well like the thing i mean i mean i haven't seen a lot of it but it from what i can tell it's like it's like you are the cathartic subject right right like the catharsis is for you right whereas like this game i think is at least attempting to have you feel force others. Right. Right? Like, because you know, I mean, any normal person watches This Is Us and knows that that's, a, a, that's an alien world. Right. right? Yeah. Right. But Absolutely. like, but this is like, I mean, it, it, it is an alien world, but it's one that like people live every day. Right. You know, and the game is trying to like hit you with the same feelings. Oh, that I was talking too loud, folks. Sorry. But yeah, I think um, I think for some people that's what that show is. Just just split and the it's difference. Like, it's like <laughs> oh, this is so relatable, and this like something horrible happened to me that's like vaguely similar. But in this way, it's like something you totally can't imagine. So it puts you in these situations where it's like oh, there's actually like so many people who have, people are living dealing like with this, this right right, right, right. now. Um, I e Yemen. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, one thing that I was kind of thinking about in terms of like the the game's morals right because the game doesn't it lets you kind of do whatever you want like you can kill people right you cannot you can let your people starve like you can you know because if you don't feed them they're not going to eat right if you don't build beds they're not gonna have anywhere to sleep right um so you know the game really relies on the player to like come with a certain level of like openness and like vulnerability to like accept what it's trying to say and, and to feel the things that it's trying to have you feel. Right. Right. Whereas compared to the other, like, you know, I, I think we agree that spec ops maybe isn't like a perfect anti-war game, but it is clearly like not pro war. Right. That spec ops doesn't, I mean, th there are degrees of choice in the narrative, but at the end of the day, the story is the story. You're, you know, you're still launching the Willy Pete. Exactly right. Well, like, yeah, like and no I mean, matter what, you're still going to get that camera angle where it zooms up to the mother and child who have been burned alive by your right. actions. Right. You, you always have to burn that mother and child. There's right. no and I mean, the, way around the game it. Keep, I mean, it's obviously through the lens of playing as a military character and like they're constantly kind of reminding you that the person is there because they like want to be there in one way or another. Right. But my my question for you guys is like, and I mean, I don't know the answer is like, do you think that, do you think that this game is more effective because it forces you to make all the decisions? Or do you think the more structured narrative of something like Spec Ops is more effective because you just kind of have to go along with the ride? And you it, it's, it, it is like a prescribed experience, whereas this one is... Open. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think depending on like what I guess your own morals or whatever are, like I think it's effective, more effective regardless. Because I think even I mean even if you're just going out and killing people every night, if you, I mean I guess if you could, if you have the tools to do so in the game, right? Like you're still gonna feel the game is gonna like show you in whatever way it can that like there's negative effects to that. If yeah. you don't just straight up get killed because you're trying to go kill people, but yep, right. just also your people get depressed and or, like, or, or shit, you get wounded and then you have to, then you have to deal with the concert. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, it's a lot more. I th I think that it's more effective just because you're you're dealing with direct consequences to every single one of your actions, whereas like something that's telling a linear story, regardless. Like you can just like the, like your actions don't really have the impact because right. the narrative is going to happen. It's going to happen regardless. Gonna of, happen. Right. Yeah. And I mean, that game has a couple endings and like different things, but it doesn't. But really at the end change. of the day. Right. Yeah. yeah. And like this game, you know, regardless of how it ends, if you get to the end and there's the ceasefire, it's like what what are all the things I had to do and deal with to get to that? 
Right. It's not like uh, this. This was always what it was going to happen. <laughs> right. I mean, one thing that like the reason I was thinking about this is I saw. I think it was the Polygon review for this game. It was one of the bigger game websites. Was like the their blurb was like even if you set the soapbox aside at the heart of this game is a very effective survival game with inventory management. Yeah. And so I was thinking like, is there a person out there who would like play this game and just be like, I don't care about war. I don't care about non-combatants. What I care about is making sure that I have the 34 wood that I need to build. Yeah. Well, and I like, think there's certainly people. I, I, I think like, I think that there are those people out there. But they're but, not going to play this game. Right, that's what I was going to sh- say. This sure, isn't really for... But, but at the same time, that kind of I think they'd have a more successful run through this game. They would have... Right, they would. And because, I, we'll yeah, talk, we can talk yeah. about that next because I wanted to bring that up. But, like, I just have a hard time imagining somebody... Because it is so slow. Yeah. And it's... I mean, it's in black and white. There's no exciting music. I mean, unless you can, like, really turn your emotional brain off and but like the game is so yeah it beats you with like what it wants you to to feel that like i i was i was like i don't think that that person really maybe there's a handful of them they're real freaks but like right i I definitely think think there are people they're called sociopaths actually (laughs) yeah well and i mean i think even like a big part probably a lot of like the population of people who like would you know be streaming this game or whatever who are people who play that would be i mean i hate twitch but like i I cannot imagine but they're there and like yeah they're probably people who play other survival games so they probably are going through it through that like but by the these are all the different things i have to do to get right to succeed to succeed but yeah by by the way, listeners, if you want to see a Twitch of this, of us, us playing, give us a thousand dollars, yeah, and I will play this on Twitch. Yeah, yeah we'll get a shitty streaming setup. We'll we'll spend an entire weekend, the the three of us, just getting so fucking depressed. Yeah, but yeah. I I definitely think that it's like, I don't think it's for that type of player. I think the whole like thing of the game is like to struggle through. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't. I mean. If you've played it before, obviously you'll be better than you were when you played it the first time. But I think it's like more about it's never going to be easy, right? Right. And I, I think it does a really good job of making you think about all these small things that mm-hmm. that you take for granted in just a functional society, oh, like just yeah. just having, you know. <laughs> Uh, heat and um, running water, water. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and uh, beds, beds. Yeah. like like uh, not yeah. having to choose between eating or smoking a cigarette. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. Well, and I think that like one of like like the cognitive dissonances with me is like I really don't like I just like my brain and like my time and everything is like not attuned to like survival games or this type of gameplay mechanic structure but i think like what's missing out of like so many like big rpgs and like things where you really want to play something and feel like you have like a sense of like your own world and choice control and choice yeah is like that a the struggle and b like just like the the management of like trying to keep everything together and like having to directly respond to the consequences of like every single one of your actions. Right. So it's like a hard thing f- to, to like incorporate in like a big fantasy game or whatever, yeah, where you're yeah, trying yeah. to tell this like epic story and talk to all these like interesting NPCs and stuff. But I really think that you could take the bones of something like this and combine it with something like that. And I'm sure it will happen in the future. And like you have a way, way more like fleshed out, world mm-hmm. like regardless of the context i think it's most effective when it's like this and it feels more like upsetting and urgent and yeah and immediate but um i think that's kind of part of what makes you want to play it more at the same time yeah and i, I think you bring up a good point here is like um oh, how do i want to phrase this fuck me um but you words up, <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah no but you bring up a good point with this control uh within the game like you have you have total way con- more control but yeah, you, you also you, have so much less control exactly at the same time. yeah you yeah. have you have all the control of the characters and their and their fates but you have you have no control over the environment right yeah 
and that's that's really interesting. This game is called Schrodinger's Schrodinger's <laughs> Refugees. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, yeah, it's just you have to like roll the dice on every one of your decisions, but yeah. you also have the choice to make you know however many decisions throughout every day. Oh, also something I want to bring up: there is no like saving. Like I mean, there's there's yeah. saving, but it's it, no, it, it, there's only auto save at the beginning that, of the day and yeah. at the, be- at, the at, at the end of the day and at the end of the night or something like that. Yeah, like, but the, during the um, and there's no going back. You yeah, re access. Yeah, you can't. Your decisions yeah. are your own. Yeah, and, and yeah. They, they are final. <laughs> yeah, if character dies, it's a final decision yeah. and, and, yeah. until you restart a game and you by chance end up with one of these uh, same people characters right. again. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, I think that that, like, it was interesting to me that the game gives you the choice to be a bad person, right? Like, but I was thinking about it, and it's like, it, realistically, like, that's probably true. Like, it's probably much easier to just abandon your morals in a situation oh, like that. And, you know, I think that the game wants you to try to reckon with that. Like, what, you mm-hmm. know, what kind, what is a war zone if it's a, if it's a place where you know, evil people prosper, right? right? And then you have to say, like, well, what is the society we live in if it's a place where right. evil people, you know, like like that kind of question. Like, Well, it, and that's, like, the whole thing, balloons. too, like, about, I feel like, going into it. I mean, I feel like all of us in some way, like, outside of trying to follow the game with our own, like, moral standards, you're also still, like, thinking as a player. So you're, like, these are all the different, like, little things that are wrong. That's what I have to deal with or whatever. Right. But I feel like if you went into the game, it'd be like a much more, not fun, but like <laughs> probably like one of the most interesting ways to like play it as a mindset or however you're going to be immersed in the game or whatever is like, okay, like I'm this person. Like you pick one and you say that I'm this person and you like, like this person I'm like two feet away from, they have like a wound on them. That person's sick next to me. And it's like you go out into the night and you're like, what, what, like if, if I know there's people at this place that probably have stuff rather than this like abandoned shack that probably doesn't have anything, like what am I, what, if I were there, what would I really realistically right, do right, and right. try to do? That Where, would be interesting. Yeah. Whereas like, rather than playing it, like I'm going to try to be the good guy or try to just be the bad guy. Just be like, what are my options? What am I, what's going to be best for me and the people like immediately around me right now? Right. Right. But the thing is though, is I mean like the game discourages that like, right. Because if you were to only control one player the whole time or one character, right. The other people would just starve because they won't eat like, True. you know, so the game, like, which I think is like really, it's a, a really interesting mechanic where it doesn't let you take a single perspective. Like this is, by virtue of the situation, a community. Which is probably partially right. why, like, yeah, it, it is harder to, if you are trying to be, like, a good player or a good person or whatever, it's harder to, like, go into it not worrying about as much of the, the bad stuff. Yeah. Um, so what did you guys think, like, just large scale? Like, because we'd said before, uh, that anti-war games, maybe they don't exist. Did this change that for you at all? Do you, is your opinion any different? W- like, was this effective for you? And if yeah, so, why? I think or if, why not? if an anti-war game exists, I guess this is the closest thing that I've played to it, I feel like. Um, I, d- I don't know what else to say right this yeah. second. Um, <laughs> I, I would second that. Like, I, I think this is about as close as you can get. I mean, m- maybe um, stepping away from like the the side scroller mentality of this game, and you you get into like maybe a more first person perspective that that could I- increase like the the uh, how visceral yeah visceral yeah. the experience is. Um, but I I think that's like the huge hole in in this this industry of of war-based video games is that this is the first game that i've really come across that like takes the perspective of the civilian not or not or just the Mm non-combatant and i i think that that would be an interesting like um concept is like a first person survival game like how how the fuck has (laughs) has like ea or somebody not picked that 
that up. I mean, well, the Department of Defense doesn't no. want you thinking about those people. <laughs> True. Well, yeah, because you could totally have a game that runs like, uh, like par- a stealth game, even. Yeah, like, that runs that, like that would be great. You could have one that partners and parallels with even a game that exists, like a, a Call of Duty or whatever. And it's like, uh, but you're not this. You're not a soldier. You're like you're one of the people hiding in the building over here. Yeah. Deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> My buddy uh, on Twitter was talking about this is another sidebar, but whatever. Um, if what <laughs> we're here for, if they made a, uh, is it kaiju Godzilla? Right? Yeah, yeah. If they made a kaiju movie style movie, like sh- maybe shaky cam horror thriller, from the perspective of a civilian who is uh, undergoing one of like uh, the Avengers defenses of a city um and then this big fucking account like got all pissy and said that captain america civil war is actually already that movie that movie exists and then it was was horrible Um, it's called Zack snyder's man of steel (laughs) yeah well i was gonna say like you could maybe argue watchman has a little bit of that yeah there's like like, seconds in every but imagine like a whole movie that would be yeah is that cloverfield i was gonna say cloverfield yeah 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 Yeah, but but better better yeah yeah not nauseating um because of how bad the camera work is not because of the content yeah, I, I get motion sickness pretty pretty fierce, yeah. and that that movie I could not make it more than like fifteen minutes. Of <laughs> I'm like, nope, nope. Suck it, JJ. Abrams. Yeah, <laughs> listeners at home, Alex can't even ride passenger seat in a car without getting nauseous. It's it's pretty uh, difficult. I'm a medical marvel. <laughs> yeah, between your migraines, your bowels, yeah, I, it's... your your disorientation. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I think, though, going back to the anti-war thing, I think this is, like, you know, like I said, there's maybe a handful of people who would play this and just be unaffected oh. by it. But I don't think that very yeah. many people like that. Back, just quick thing, back to the nausea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I played an Oculus Rift for the first time um, was it earlier this year. It's like the scene from Silicon Valley where oh. he like does it for like literally six seconds and like just starts vomiting. <laughs> yes, seriously. I, okay, I, I I was playing like super hot, and that was fine because I was moving around. I was the one that was walking. And right. Like, okay. You this stop, is, everybody stops yeah, every time. Yeah, you move. and that's fine because it's like okay, I'm walking through this virtual world, and then. Uh, my brother-in-law was like, oh, you try this haunted house game. It's real fun. But it's like, <laughs> I can't walk through it's the on entire... rails. No, I, I can't walk through the entire haunted house. So it's like, oh, I have to use the joysticks. Within 15 seconds, <laughs> I went from fine to hugging the couch with, <laughs> with a fucking ice pack on my neck. <laughs> oh, oh, my man. God. So Dry when are we doing our first like, VR? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we should just, okay. like, film out. Okay. Yeah. Like, at, at, at 100 Patreons. <laughs> yeah, if we ever start a Patreon yeah, special a, video podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, I played one of those once oh, and it God. sucked. They're never, I don't think that's ever going to be a thing. Like, it's I Yeah, I played a tiny bit of Half-Life Alex once and it just wasn't. I just don't get it. I guess you just have to do it long enough, but yeah, I don't. It's not yeah. for me. I mean, I thought Super Hot was fucking great. I'm like, oh, I, this is. I'm buying one of these things. And then, <laughs> yeah, nope, nope. Yeah, uh, yeah. gonna have to like I, I, I'm, on drama. Me, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> take the entire pack as a suppository. <laughs> Alex, I think only, that's just for fun. The only though. way Alex could play is if you had one of those like ten thousand dollar. Like suit, oh, yeah, like, suit ups that like you are it does all the motion. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could get him like a like a gerbil ball. <laughs> yeah, you could like stick him <laughs> in it. And just, like, yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, future content. Yeah, right. Alex Bubble Boy VR. <laughs> oh my God, there's just gonna be so much vomit all over this this device. Oh, man. <laughs> um. But yeah, I, I all really, in the nooks and crannies. Uh, I thought that I thought it was successful. I really, really enjoyed it, and I think that yeah, most you know the vast majority of people who pick it up would be affected by it. They're like, there's I, and I think like you mentioned that it was used like as like an educational thing in Poland yeah. or whatever. Like I would say, way more and in a totally different way. Like playing something like Spec Ops: The Line, or like something like 
I like because I compared the two before. Like The Last of Us Two is like watching like a really good movie about violence and like yeah, like horrible like Apocalypse shit. Now, yeah, or whatever, right? But where this is like, I feel like much more like a a tool of like yeah, like helping. It's you. gonna sit with you. Yeah. It's gonna stick with you. You know, and like making you think about like those situations and the and just con just like consequences of act like every action you make in like a in a dire situation yeah i mean i think like that you know like one of the you know the beauties of video games as a medium is like that they i mean it's the choice element right like you're even just the direction you move is up to you right, right. Like no other art form gives you that level of engagement right which is part of what makes them really dangerous and makes them for effective sure. for propaganda and for for you know Ill, using them for ill means but this game really effectively uses that to imprint what i think is like a, a an important message on the player that being that you know war is like hell and especially for the people who aren't fighting right right which is i mean people in america you know i don't know enough about foreign policy myself and like you know what's uh, international events but like i think a lot of people don't know shit you know and like yeah well, it's just not something anybody like you have to think about. Yeah, and it's we're just, in the empire, baby. We don't have to deal with that just shit. So, it's so <laughs> funny compared to like you know, yeah, just like the constant barrage of first-person shooter games, where it's like go kill the bad guys. You're you're a hero. Yeah, yeah, but that, that's the whole thing. Is like no one's the hero in this game, and and I yeah, think I think no. that's why it was not as as popular as it as it could have been. Yeah, is because yeah, it really makes you feel bad. Yeah, like, everyone's looking for that hero experience where this is just like shows you the crippling reality of in a war there there are no heroes and yeah. everybody is just trying to survive yeah this is not like a in the way that like so many games are even like spec ops the line it's like if a game couldn't be a fantasy this is like the right. game that is not a fantasy this is right. like it's a, a nightmare. nightmare yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah um so go play it <laughs> yeah yeah i think that's a get wrecked it's a good good place to end it. any any other uh, we got we got to rate it we got to rate it. How many swimming pools full of blood, guys? Yeah, me and Alex were talking about this over the phone the other night and, like, how this fucks up the whole rating system. <laughs> like, how do, you, how do you measure, like, something that's equally upsetting and horrible as well as, like, effective and not making you want more war stuff? I think we should, for one, try very hard to not define the rating system. There we, we go. Just, yeah, that is, go. well, that okay. was my... That just was, go with your gut. That was my... Uh, <laughs> That, that was the takeaway from the that. That was my takeaway yeah. was just yeah. that like a I'm not gonna make a decision right now and b like I don't really want to choose what it means. This is a yeah it's it's just it's whatever we want it to mean. I, for me, I'd give it like zero or a half or whatever yeah. the lowest you know would be, because yeah it's I mean, it can be violent, but it's not condoning that violence right. at all for a second at any point. Right. Period. Yeah, I would say if Call of Duty was like an average of like four or three and a half or whatever. This is probably like a like a point five. Yeah. Swimming pools full of blood. L like just a little hot tub. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, a little, just a little bubbly yeah. red hot. Tub. <laughs> yeah, I'll I second that. Half a swimming pool full of blood. Definitely five bars of Xanax though. <laughs> yeah. So step into the iron jacuzzi. <laughs> um. So so is that like a bathtub full of blood? bathtub full of blood. Yeah, okay so we yeah. give, give it one bathtub full of blood i like hot tub more hot tub yeah um it could be like what you could get one of those like uh you like spend you're renovating your bathroom so you get like the the fancy yeah yeah, yeah the, like the, the jet bathtub tub. with the jets right. we have one of those <laughs> nice right on yeah 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 it's rocks it's <laughs> yep i accidentally turned it on when there was things inside of it oh yeah yeah Whoops. alex was dog sitting and uh i was looking for a light hit switch. a light switch and then all of a sudden it was just like spraying water all over one like, luxury don't, don't worry there, there are only important documents sitting on the side of, blood. of it yeah yeah <laughs> Um. So yeah, I think that's probably a good place to uh, stop it. We can uh, do our teaser. Yeah. So, boys, what's coming up next week? Next time on Mind Games. <laughs> um, I think what's funniest about those is that like none of them are very good. Like your your no, little oh, no. they're, they're terrible. Like, yeah, they're, they're horrible. Um, that's the whole point. Yeah. 
If I can disrupt the podcast, get some people to stop listening because I'm so annoying. <laughs> or that I've or they're half listening while they're doing their bullshit job, and then all of a sudden they're like, "What? What the what, fuck was what, that?" What? <laughs> um, yeah, we're doing a Far Cry Three next, which uh, I'm very excited about. Um, this but, is the game that uh, that introduced me to. Oh, fuck, what was that bird again? Oh, the cassowary. the cassowary. We're gonna be talking about cassowaries a lot. Oh, next the man killer. Yes, <laughs> I was <laughs> posting about them this week. I was reading the Wikipedia page again. We'll probably spend a good ten minutes on cassowaries. Yeah, they're so cool. So if if you like bird facts, tune in next week, guys. Yeah. Um. But no, it's it's good. It's really good. Um. It's what happens when a white boy, <laughs> crazy ass white boy, finds himself in a <laughs> in a. Island controlled by pirates. When uh, Chet Hanks was talking about White Boy Summer, this yeah, is what he was talking about. Exactly. Um, Just the opening five minutes of the game. Yeah. yeah. Have you guys started yet? Uh, I've started it like three times, but yeah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say I started, but I started uh, when when this game came out. Uh, <laughs> 2013 or something. Like. Yeah. yeah, I started about 2013, 2014. Um, I'm yeah, pretty. So I'm gonna have to do a little refresher on this one. But pretty familiar with it, but yeah. definitely gonna. I mean, it's. Uh, it Far Cry games are so fun and ridiculous. So. It's like it is like, to I think I mean I don't want to like spoil too much, but I really think it's gonna end up being what we wanted Splinter Cell to be. Yeah, yeah. Like because it's very dumb. It's not like I don't really. Th- I mean, I it's trying to say some things about violence, but like, but it's there's a, so much going on, fucking like with politics and colonialism. It's like it is like. Of ripe text like it's so good and once um, again it has fucking cassowaries <laughs> yeah it's got cassowaries um but uh yeah we won't we won't spoil too much but i've already got like over well, right about a page of notes awesome from, yeah good deal I'm, I'm really excited um so yeah as as ever uh thank you for listening um this is uh cj i'm not gonna say my i'll say we say that twitter at the end yeah yeah, I guess. Kate uh, uh, <laughs> <if we, if laughs> has to say it every week. Uh, it's uh, at pussy underscore underscore teeth. Uh, uh, I'm Cade. And what's your Twitter handle? <laughs> at Cade likes music and the number eight. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Alex, and you can follow uh, your lactose intolerant uh Producer. Uh, producer at Mr. Cheese Pills on Twitter. Hell yeah. Well, uh, thank I, you. I and, can't uh, wait for you guys to see how many uh, video game uh, console drawings that I've inserted to <laughs> via Twitter. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Is it, your, is it your Twitter timeline? Like, you had it linked to your YouTube for a while. I did. Right? So it like, so shows all everything that, that I've liked. You liked just shows up there. <laughs> you, uh, you may want to clear that depending yeah. on what you were looking at on YouTube. I don't know. Yeah. We'll check um, it out. Yeah, <laughs> check it out. <laughs> do, 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 do. Um, but yeah, uh, thanks for listening. God bless. Or don't. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.